This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 167, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, we speak about friendship. Um, as I've said before, this podcast is a celebration of friendship. Well, I think I've said that before. If I haven't, I definitely have said it now. Okay, a celebration of friendship. So that is what we talk about. And more specifically, we talk about lifelong friendship, but not just any lifelong friendship, testicle lifelong friendship. Okay, that will probably make sense when you listen to the episode. Um, And in today's episode, I speak to Corporal Coma about this as he, like Dan the Man, is a lifelong friend of mine. And in case you're wondering where Dan the Man is, he is on holiday at the moment, but he will be back and he will be rocking next week. Um, So here is the conversation with me and Corporal Coma. I will speak to you all again at the end. Happy listening. Corporal Coma, how are you today? I'm doing well, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic. Always fantastic, Coma. Um, I've noticed that um, we've started straight away with the no R's, doing fine, Martin. <laughs> That's fine. Just, just copying that from um, Substitute Sabrina last week when she was going to Martin. <laughs> you really are a fan these days, aren't you? Number one fan. Well... I mean, that's not good if I'm your number one fan, but yeah. I mean, behind your mum and my mum, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Our mums are also avid listeners, as I think you said last time you were on the show, which, remember, means like really keen listeners. Um, Anyway, Corporal Comer, how do we usually start the show? We start it with a review. Do you think we have a review? I think we do. You are correct again. I think you got it right last time as well. Finally, we have one. The rut is over. So the rut, like the terrible period, let's say. Um, and it's from Yi Rang Cho. Um, as always, apologies for the pronunciation. And it says, hi, Martin and all his friends. I think that that one includes you, Corporal Coma. I'd like to think so. <laughs> Um, And it says, I'm Yirang from South Korea. To tell you the truth, when I first listened to your conversation with Dan the Man, I was shocked. At first, I thought, why do they enjoy insulting each other so much? But then I found out you guys are boo-row friends. And then I understood why you treat each other like that. Don't worry, boo-row is explained here, Coma. I can see your face thinking, what the fuck is boo-row? Don't worry. Don't know what that is. Yeah. It says in Korean, burao means testicles, um, <laughs> which is good. Um, we say they are burao, brackets, testicles, friends, if they are lifelong friends. But it's quite a vulgar term. So we only use that word for male friends, not females, um, which I thought would be obvious considering females generally don't have testicles. Well, I'm, I'm intrigued as to what the female equivalent is. That's a good point. Yeah. Ovary friends or <laughs> Um yeah, just so people know, ovaries, that's where I think the eggs are produced, um, isn't it? That's right. I'm not that's so familiar sense. with the female uh, genitalia actually. No, I mean I think testicles produce a sperm, ovaries the eggs, you know, that kinda of works. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sex education all over again, isn't it? <laughs> 
<laughs> we enjoyed that lesson together, actually, didn't we, Corporal Comer, when we were in school? Oh, is that the one you fainted in? Or, oh, no, that's when you got an <laughs> injection, wasn't it? Injections made you faint. I think I almost did as well, almost faint when we had sex education in primary school. So we were like 10, 11, and, you know, they were showing a video of like vagina and like a kid being born, and it was all just too much for me. I wasn't ready for it, Coma. I just, just got a bit hot and just didn't feel so well. But you started puberty when you were about 18 months old, so surely surely you were perfectly ready for it. Well, you would think so. You could have taught the teacher that was doing it something. <laughs> well, that's right. I mean, I did also start having sex when I was about six, obviously, because the girls, with women that were like in their 30s, obviously, I was just going around, you know, doing my thing. But seeing it on a video screen in school oh it was just too much for me and I just felt a bit hot and nearly fainted but luckily stayed strong stayed strong um anyway we're getting a bit sidetracked from this review um it goes on to say anyway I've been wanting to tell you this information for a long time some lovely present perfect continuous there as well um because I'm sure you and your Boo-Rao friends would have such a laugh over it. Your podcast is my favourite and I really enjoy listening to all of you. All of you, that includes you, Corporal Coma. Thank you again for all of your hard work. Well, thank you very much for that review. But he also then left a comment which says, P.S. I forgot to explain why we call them testicle friends. It's because you've known each other since childhood, so you are likely to have seen each other's private parts. (laughs) Um, and obviously, I'm sure people know this, but Corporal Comer and I have also known each other since childhood, since we were five years old. And I thought, I have definitely seen your private parts. <laughs> yeah, I've seen yours way too many times. I, I don't need to see them anymore. Yeah, it's a, ni- a nice expression there, way too many times, like obviously too many, more than necessary. Although I was thinking that I've seen your penis a lot. I've never had a good look at the testicles, though. Maybe I need to have a look. No, I'd say back at you. I don't. Th- I mean, I'm never looking that closely. So, but yeah, that's true. But then again, I can't remember the last time I had a look at my testicles. I don't really know what's going on down there. Well, I, I'm going to hazard a guess that you'd have to look for a lot of hair to see them. So, <laughs> very good point. Uh, a lovely expression there, though, when he said, "I'm going to hazard a guess." So, I'm basically going to have a guess. Um, and you would be correct. It's like going through a forest and, you know, I, I just don't know what I'm going to find. So I just think best not to go there. OK, just leave those testicles alone. Um, anyway, this is kind of connected to um, what we're talking about today. The review obviously gave me an idea and I thought we could talk about, you know, lifelong friendship and just stuff like this. OK, OK, sounds good. So I've got some things here that lifelong friends do and just some other stuff that's related. Um, So I went on a list, obviously, as I always do, and found a couple of things. And one of the first things um, was, you know, you have a lifelong friend when you are stupidly proud of each other's achievements, no matter how small they are. So, Corporal Coma, are you you proud of my achievements? (laughs) Did you get this from a woman's magazine or because I can definitely tell you that is not the way that we operate. Um, I don't know what the website was. I always just do a few Google searches, but I think you're right because I don't think men really enjoy seeing their friends 
do well in things, do they? I don't think that's how it works. There's like some friends that I like to see do well, but uh, I've got to be honest, you're not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that, you know, real encouragement there. Uh, It got me thinking actually of a time kind of related um we were in the pub once and it was the grand national which is like a big race in england lots of people put a bet on a horse because it's a horse race and at one point corporal coma's horse was winning i hadn't even made a bet i had no interest in the race but as soon as i saw corporal coma's horse was winning i just thought please god don't let that horse win (laughs) and When your horse then didn't win, your horse came about fifth and you were disappointed. Then I was looking at you thinking, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, and I wouldn't want it any other way. That's that's how it's supposed to work. It's it would be weird if like I patted you on the back or shook your hand when uh, no, not for me. Yeah, no, not not for me either. There are a few things that give me so much satisfaction um, as seeing my friends do badly in things. Um, so not quite sure about th- that one. But the next one, oh yeah, baby. So you and your lifelong friend have a song together. What do you think about that, Corporal Coma? Yeah, I'd say there's definitely songs that would remind, remind me of you. Oh, come on. I'm. Let's say we've got a song. Come on. If you hear this song, tell me what you think about. Oh, when you walk by every night. <laughs> yeah exactly okay um that song if that comes on there's only one person i think about and that is you corporal coma we had a boogie to that at your wedding didn't we so when you have a boogie you have a dance we did yeah it's actually a song that me and mrs corporal coma really like as well so she's kind of overtaking you as someone that reminds me of the song but we've got loads of others don't worry about it <laughs> Oh, sorry, I don't want to step on any toes here. So when you step on people's toes, like you probably maybe sort of do things that are not quite right and take things. I don't want to take anyone's song. Okay, we do have other ones. We do have other ones. Um, So the next one is um, if only one of you is hungry, you will both get food and dine like kings together. So a nice verb there to dine, to basically have dinner. Quite an old verb. No one really uses it anymore. Um, So if I'm hungry... What will you do? Will you buy some food for me? No. Uh, also, no, no. I, I don't know where you're getting this stuff from. This it's is terrible, terrible content. <laughs> I mean, I don't provide. I just I'm the messenger. OK, I go on these terrible websites, get these things, and then we have a chat about them. Um, that was the response I was imagining, to be honest. I didn't imagine anything else. Um, and again, it got me thinking of when um, when we were younger, about 17, Corporal Coma never had any money because he used to get paid and then waste it all in about three days in the pub. And then, you know, we would all be at someone's house, maybe get a takeaway. Corporal Coma didn't have any money, as I said. So he would say, I'm not eating anything because he had no money. So everyone would get something. And then Corporal Coma would wait till everyone's finished and then just say, oh, can I have a bit of that pizza? And I, I understood this was the tactic. So I remember eating all of the food until I felt sick 
just so you couldn't have any. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish that wasn't true, but it is actually true. I just sometimes I'd eat people's crusts, and honestly, like like an orphan. <laughs> so I, I don't know if people know that what that word is. An orphan is a person that basically has no mum and dad. Maybe even you know might even live on the street. I suppose and eat the crusts of pe- pizzas, like Corporal Coma used to do. I remember you looking at me like a dog. <laughs> of like so, I was eating, and you were just sitting at the table, looking at me, waiting for me to say, "That's it. I've had enough. You can have it. You can have it now." But even if it was making me feel sick, I remember thinking, "I will prefer to feel sick rather than let him have a bite of this pizza." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, this this is quite embarrassing for me, really. But like, it's not because I didn't have any money; it's because I would spend all of my money. In about 12 hours as soon as I got paid. Mm, the glory days of when we all worked in supermarkets, hey, on a Saturday, yeah. maybe a Sunday as well, getting paid about, I don't know, £250 a month, a couple of days in the pub, and that's all gone, <laughs> which is, you learned the hard way. You learned the hard oh, way. Oh, I really did. I really did. Yeah. Exactly. Um, the next one. So here are things that um, you should do with your best friend. Um, before you die things to tick off the bucket list so the bucket list of basically things to do before you die number one very interesting get matching tattoos what are your thoughts on that corporal coma <laughs> i think we've been over this before haven't we i don't think on the main monday podcast i think that was on a family i think that was on a facebook live in the family group ah. actually um but yes, Corporal Coma and I have not matching tattoos, they're not exactly the same, but we both have our names um, in Chinese on our asses, don't we, Coma? We do, yeah. This is the first one of your things that I actually agree with. All lifelong friends should have matching tattoos, preferably on the <laughs> on their bums. On their bum as well, that makes it even more rock and roll. The um, book that I released, Coma, goes into detail on that story so well i was going to say if you want to find out more you can go and buy the book but you were there so you probably don't need to but any listeners yeah. if they want to know the finer details of that story can buy the book on amazon i think it's about four four euros you know and then you can find out more about that one have to do some kind co- some kind of marketing <laughs> advertising in some way coma yeah you've got to you've got to plug your book yeah you have to plug it that's exactly what i'm doing here plugging it just mentioning it very casually obviously um but yes so all lifelong friends should have matching tattoos um anyway so the next one here is um you have the same fashion sense what are your thoughts on that one corporal coma but you you only have about three pieces of clothing so (laughs) no I, i i own more than three pieces of clothing so we don't oh i think the the tables are very much turned here. So when I say the tables have turned, the situation is sort of the opposite now. Because only in the last few years has Corporal Coma developed this fashion sense. I think it's very much since the time Mrs. Corporal Coma has been around. Because before that, I mean, it was it was beyond embarrassing. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. I think, you know, I, I, had, I had a certain style. Um I said, uh, yeah. Okay, so let me just explain to the listeners what this certain style is. Um, Corporal Comer is sort of known amongst our group of friends. Once we were all going out, you know, trying to look for some girls, like 18. 
all putting on our shirts, you know, a bit of aftershave to smell good. Corporal Comer puts on a T-shirt and it was a Guinness T-shirt. That You know those ones you get free in a pub when it's St. Patrick's Day and you drink maybe 10 pints of Guinness. They give you a free T-shirt. That's what he was wearing to go out. That, that was the best T-shirt I owned at that point. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the tables are very much turned on this. I've even seen a few pictures of when we were young, one of when we were very young and I was wearing this really cool Nike jacket and you were just wearing a Super Mario jumper. <laughs> I mean, at that age, my mum was dressing me, so it's not like I could go, you know, mum, get me some better threads. Uh, so when he said some better threads, there, he means better clothes. Well, that's me, because as I said, when I was six, I was going around, you know, having sex, buying clothes, <laughs> living, li- living the high life. So living the high life, living the great life. When you, when you were six was the highlight of your life. That, that's the coolest you've <laughs> ever been when you were six. To, to be fair, this Nike jacket I'm wearing in this photo is the fucking dog's bollocks. So when I say the it, dog's bollocks, I mean absolutely amazing. It'd probably still fit you, wouldn't it? You could. <laughs> I haven't grown much since I was six. I did have a big growth spurt. Let's say growth spurts are like a period when you grow a lot. Um, so some other ones here. Um, things to do with your lifelong friend. One is go to a concert together. You're not really, not really a concert man, are you, Corporal Coma? I've been to some great concerts. Just you know. <laughs> Not not ones with you. I mean, I can't be bothered to go into them, but I've definitely been to some good ones. Mm, I'm sure you have. The only time I remember going to a concert with you, well, it was the festival, the second day, <laughs> and we were all having fun, like, ooh, oh, yeah. And then I remember just looking at you, and even just looking at your face was bringing me down. So when I say bringing me down, bringing my mood down, depressing me. There's a very good reason why. I was not feeling good on that day, which I don't think is appropriate for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, lots of drinking and staying up late, I think, is the the main reason. Um, so the last one I've got here, um, again, one of the things you should do with your lifelong friend is buy matching best friend jewellery. Notice <laughs> the pronunciation of that word, though, quickly, jewellery. So things like rings, earrings, necklaces. Maybe we could both get a necklace. Maybe you could wear a necklace that says Martin and I can wear one that says Lee. Uh, can we not? <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got matching jewellery with my wife rings and that's the only jewellery I wear. <laughs> that's... I wanted to ask you about that. How, how's the ring going? Because you never wore a ring before. And that's, to be fair, the thing that scares me the most about getting married is wearing a ring. Yeah, it's a bit weird when you first start wearing it. I play with it a lot, like spin it around on my desk and constantly <laughs> fart around with it. But, you know, yeah, I've kind of got used to it. Kind of, You don't seem so used to it, this, but um, some rock and roll vocabulary when he said just fart around. So basically just mess around. Um, I'm not sure if that's what wedding rings are designed for, though, just spinning it around when you're bored at work or on your desk. <laughs> no, but I take it off every night before I go to sleep and I put it on before I walk out the door. I don't sleep in it. What about masturbating it? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> that was a joke question anyway. That, that was one maybe the Hellraiser can answer. Yeah. Um, anyway, I don't want to embarrass you anymore here, Corporal Coma. Um I don't know what to say. I think I think we passed the test of lifelong friends. We're just missing the jewellery. 
But I think after being friends for what twenty five years, we should have we should have passed the test by now. Yeah, I mean, if you do the maths, since we're five, is a bit longer than that. But never mind, you know, that's fine. Right. Whatever. 29 years. 29, exactly. Um, anyway, thanks, as always, for your time, Corporal Coma. No worries, enjoyed it. As did I. I'm sure we'll see you very soon. Okay, catch you in a bit. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so that was me and Corporal Coma talking about lifelong testicle friendship. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. We had the term avid listener. We have that every time Corporal Coma's on the show, don't we? A really keen listener, let's say. Then when we had a review, I said the rut is over. So the bad period is over. We had the word ovary as well when we said, well, we have testicle friends, maybe ovary friends. So the ovaries are the things that women have that produce eggs i think i'm not really so sure about it um corporal coma said i started puberty when i was 18 months old so puberty is when a boy or girl starts to get hair around the sort of genitalia area then corporal coma said he has seen my penis way too many times notice that nice term there way too many times then he said he's going to hazard a guess that there's a lot of hair on my testicles. So hazard a guess, have a guess, just a more colourful way to say it. Then I said at Corporal Coma's wedding, we had a boogie. So we had a dance, just a more informal way to say it. Um, I then said um, when we were talking about that song and then Corporal Coma said that now it's with him and Mrs. Corporal Coma, I said, I don't want to step on any toes here. So I don't want to get involved with something, let's say. And we had the word dine as well when we use that example of you will dine like kings. That's quite a posh word, really, to say have dinner. Let's dine at eight o'clock. Very formal. Not something that I would usually say. Um, then Corporal Coma said that um, he was basically asking for food like an orphan. So an orphan is someone who basically has no mum and dad because that person's mum and dad have probably died. Not the nicest thing in the world, but unfortunately this sometimes does happen. Um, we had the term bucket list as well. Things to tick off the bucket list. So things to do before you die. Then Corporal Coma said that I've got to plug my book. So to plug something is to mention a product to promote it. Um, I don't know if I did mention that, but you can also buy it from rockandrollenglish.com if you go to Rock and Roll Reading, just saying. Um, then we were talking about fashion and I said that the tables have turned, okay? So the situation has changed because in the past... I was more fashionable than Corporal Coma, but now the situation has reversed. The tables have changed. Then um, he said about getting better threads. So that's a slang way, basically, to say clothes, threads. Then I said that I was living the high life when I was sick. So living a great life. And I also said that the Nike jacket I was wearing in the photo is the dog's bollocks. So it's absolutely amazing. Strange that, that the testicles of dogs mean something very good, but it does. Then I said I had a growth spurt when I was about six. So a growth spurt when you start growing a lot very quickly. Then we spoke about the concert and I said that Corporal Coma's face was bringing me down. It was depressing me. 
And then Corporal Comer spoke about his wedding ring and he said he always farts around with it. So if you fart around with something, you mess around with something. Anyway, remember, all of this vocabulary is on the website rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 167. Um, I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.